Unhand me, you rapscallions. I'll have you know I have many connections in the business world. You've no business having me tied up like this. Rapscallions was my mother name. Quiet down there, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you tell the yeah. boss. Shut up, Thorpe. God. Oh, sorry. Man, you guys are really gooning it up in here, huh? How'd you know our How'd you know our group's name? I. Yeah, how'd you know we were the goons? Just a fortuitous guess. I'm an intelligent man. Well, tell me something, goons. How much does gooning pay these days? About five gold. What? You're wait. You're getting paid? Wait a second. Wait, are you not? What? I, I Thorpe did our negotiations. He didn't. He didn't say anything about money. I'm getting paid seven. What the fuck, Thorpe? If I may interject, you all unrealize uh, that's a major infraction of hiring practices and laws, yes? It's kind of Mm. fucked up, yeah. Like, how did they they get away with that? It's offensive. It's almost like we should have wage transparency. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, you guys all clearly do a really good job. I mean, you're... Well, yeah, you're tied up. I mean, I'd say, yeah, I, I, I can't recall that I've ever been gooned on this hard. And my daughter just got kidnapped. So... I'm thinking, how about this? You guys untie me. I give you some proper pay. We'll start a goon union. And then you guys can actually, you all know what a union is, right? It's like the thing where it like regulates your pay and, it's you like know, a, there'll be, you a, need a negotiator though, right? It's a marriage. And if I'm oh, yeah, dead yeah. or yeah. in a sack or at the bottom of a river, I can't negotiate your wages for you. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good up, point. You bring yeah. up compelling arguments. Oh, uh, he seems friend. like a good proprietor. Yeah, but uh, and we can call it a cool name like the Goonian. We could call ourselves Goon- the Goonian. Jim right. Abernathy's Goonian. I maybe leave the first two words that you just said off, and then just leave it the Goonian. That, yeah, that sounds good. Though. Let's do that. Why don't you yeah. just untie this knot? The Goonian of and... Jim Abernathy. Yeah, we'll put it at the end. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I start yeah. untying the knot. Jim, you got yourself a deal. I'm yeah. a Goonian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn it, Thorpe, untie him already. Oh, okay, hold on. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Charisma Checked, a real-play D&D podcast about the trials of fantasy corporate life. My name is Aaron, your Dungeon Master for this session and Director of Humanoid Resources, and I'm joined, as always, by my four companions. Gentlemen, would you care to introduce yourselves? How's it going, everybody? It's uh, it's Bradley. It's been a while for us, so you'll have to give us a moment for a little rusty. I play uh, Al, and I got a fun fact for you about uh, Al today. Uh, in the past, I've talked about how he only really listens to uh, ska music, but his actual favorite uh, instrument is the uh, the trombone. He just thinks it's kind of badass, especially because in this world, they're actually made of bones. That's <laughs> so yeah. that's canon now. That's cool, canon. hell yeah. Hey everybody, it's Cade, uh, playing your lovable piece of shit, John. Uh, fun fact about John, he's really into shoes. Not just anything about shoes, though. He collects shoelaces, vintage shoelaces, you know? Uh, he has a whole collection, I think about 75 at this point in time. Something he's just kind of picked up over the years. Did this have any bearing on the aglet bit a few episodes ago? I was like, yeah, when we were talking about aglets, was he just kind of thinking about it the whole time was, and not saying anything? He got kind of lost in his thoughts. He, uh, he's got, he's, he's really into it, you know? It's just like a charming little thing he's got. Uh, lost in the sauce. I have another clarifying question. Is that 75 pairs of shoelaces or individual? 
Uh, so he definitely tries to keep them in pairs if he can. It's not going to be every single one. I'd say there's like nine that are missing a shoelace, but he, gotcha. he's, he's, he's determined. He's going to find the other half eventually. All right, a new a new quest objective then. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, my name's Freddy. I play the character of Silt, R&D intern and artificer. Uh, Silt's fun fact is his last name is Pebbleton, as we learned in the previous episode. And what got cut from that episode was uh, Brad and Greg both freaking out because I previously played a character of Pebble in our last campaign. And finally, uh, my name is Greg. I play your favorite human accountant, Theodore Anderson. Uh, Some of you may have noticed uh, Ted has entered his attitude era as far as behavior goes. Um, But what some people might not understand is this is all very normal behavior for Ted. Uh, He was raised in sort of a rough and tumble environment. Uh, all of his actions seem very kosher and uh, in alignment. Wait, so what does the attitude era entail? Uh, he's just going to be a badass in general now, at least from his oh, standpoint. Okay. So he's he's going to stop cowering behind Silt? Yeah, maybe. Is, is he still going to make references to Bruce Almighty, though? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. What's more, right. what's more badass? <laughs> what's more badass true, true. than early 2000s Jim Carrey movies? This is, oh, dude, he better make a mask reference. That's what I'm <laughs> Listen, craving. If he doesn't reference the sequel, Evan Almighty, I'm going to be pissed. You guys will recall that in the last episode, um, you all had entered combat with some uh, mischievous uh, ne'er-do-wells who intercepted your cart on the road, uh, including your driver. And as you were fighting, another masked rider appeared who also entered the combat in an attempt to assassinate the lot of you. Uh, unfortunately, both of them failed. One of them had a cart drifted into him, and the other uh, was released, actually, with a full-ride scholarship to, <laughs> to the Alchemical <laughs> University in Greenwater. Only one of them survived that encounter. You all discovered, after that combat encounter, that there was a plot afoot, and that a secret shadow organization had plotted to murder your boss, Mr. Almsworthy, and pin the rap on you. And you all escaping from prison actually kind of threw a gear into their plans because they had hoped that the whole matter would be settled. So they sent these assassins to settle the score, and you eviscerated one of them. And now you are uh, are free to travel on the northern road to Borthen, and you're actually only a few hours away as the sun <laughs> begins to rise in the very early crack of dawn. And uh, a new day of adventuring begins after you survive the horrible night. You guys spent the night uh, on the roadside, having uh, survived this combat encounter. And as the morning breaks, um, you all you know wake up as you naturally would, and find yourself still on the road, safe. And you're probably just a few more hours travel to the north from being in Borthen where you will finally be able to start your jobs for Ozzy's Olfactorium for your new employer. So, um, did you all have sweet dreams? Yeah, uh, John woke up nice and early, you know, he did his morning stretches. Um, is, is there any kind of coffee that we have? Is there any coffee on this cart? Can, can I have a cup of joe? Is there anything in, anything in this? I, is there coffee in the cart? Is it, yeah, is there any formula? I need my, my morning uh, wake-up juice, all right? Yeah, you dig, you dig around in the glove box... And there is a, um, there's a jar, there's like two tablespoons of that, uh, you know, that dry powdered coffee oh, you mix perfect. into water. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do, I do like 10 push-ups, uh, do my stretches, uh, have oh. a cup of coffee. You know. sure. John would be a don't talk to me until I've had my coffee kind of man, wouldn't <laughs> I, he? I, I have a doormat and everything, man. It's it's it's, it's my life. It's it's, uh, it's lifestyle. You used to have a doormat. I used to have a doormat in, in one of the many places I've lived. <laughs> That's not to mention the uh, the hoodie that says it's wine o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> John's definitely a beer guy, but yeah, you know. Oh. Yeah. Al, right. uh, look, uh, he, he had a little restless night. You know, he was just having like a, a, a more or less dreams and or nightmares about his kids and, you know, when he'll get to see him again. But he's just going to put that in the back of his mind for now and sure. try and get to, to get to Borthen. Yeah, the horrors of, of life on the road as a fugitive, that would be a normal uh, humanoid response to an experience like you all had. Silt actually walked out in the middle of the night to use the restroom and saw uh, saw. Uh, Ted staring into Stapulus, and then he had nightmares the rest of the night about what he saw in Stapulus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. You gotta be careful about that. Yeah, right. shouldn't have looked. Okay. Ted, well. uh, Ted emerges from the bushes, uh, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you can see that his leather cloak that he once donned has now been cut into a cool leather jacket. <laughs> Sleeveless. Uh, it's like half sleeves. Oh, what? T- Ted, did you um, sleep in those bushes last night? No, I, uh, you know, I got up a little bit early. I didn't want to wake anyone, so I sort of just moved around a little bit. Uh, Ted, what's with your jacket? Well, you know, I just uh, thought I was due for a bit of a style change. Uh, John's mm, going like- to kind of like round the cart and he's going to see Ted. Ted. Ted, what are you wearing? What is this? And he's gonna go and inspect the clothing. It's my cool new jacket. No, Ted, you can't wear this. This is not business attire. I, oh my god, we gotta get you a new pair of clothes. Stat, this is ridiculous. Oh, well, you cannot no. wear this, Mister. The jacket. Wait, did you? It's gonna. Did John, you you're wearing a jacket for Stapulus too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stapulus's <laughs> holster is now like jet black. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> or oh, hold on, John. That's kind of cool, though, right? Listen, it's kind of cool. You, what? if anybody here should, this is not appropriate. You're wearing time. a cloak. You got like yeah. a hood and like a cape behind your 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 suit. Well, yeah. I don't really know that it matters a whole bunch My, anymore. Uh, this is this is this is tacky. And Al and I are in armor. Like, well, I wouldn't wear this into the office. We got hired in prison. That's yeah. not a place you conduct an interview. Sure, but we are businessmen, and we should look appropriate. This is this is ridiculous. I I just I can. This is I, I'm gonna sip my coffee and walk away like mumbling to myself. Ted's gonna flick his collar up and put on a pair oh. of sunglasses. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Ted, Ted what are those sunglasses from? What are those spectacles, Ted? How are they so tinted? Yes. You know, they they sort of just come with the jacket. You know, if you if you're gonna look cool, you gotta look cool. Wait, can you transmute? What? No, I like the idea. That Ted, uh, like, took a really thin piece of leather and, like, just put it over regular <laughs> glasses, and those are his sunglasses. That's perfect. All right, everyone, are we ready to hit the road? Yeah, let's, let's do this, I guess. We can kind of montage this a little bit. You guys are going to, you know, on the road again. Uh, what's that song by the Rusted Roots that's, like, the road trip song? That song plays... Send me on my way, that song. The one that with the Ice Age baby. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I thought you were trying to put it in the name no. on the road again. Yeah. No, I, I already said that. <laughs> I, I know. That's why I was concerned. That's why it was funny. So um, you get rolling in the cart. Did we? Do any of you actually know how to drive a cart? Did we decide this last time? No. We actually not a single not. one of I, none of us has to drive a cart. We did have one who drifted a cart, so we just kind of gave him the task. John has a passion for carts. Uh, I, sure. I don't know if he has too much experience, uh, but he, he's watched a lot of people do it, so I think he's got a pretty decent idea of what he's supposed to do. John conducts the cart. You have two horses now. They're, you know, responding well enough to you. You guys make your way on the northern road as the uh, the sun starts to uh, to rise. And you ride along for about uh, two or three hours. So it's about, you know, 11 in the morning or 10.30 or so. When you kind of... You've been in, you've been traveling through the woods for a really long time, for these last couple of days, and you kind of come to a place where you crest a hill, and the wood, the I should say, the tree lines kind of break, and you can look out and see that you're looking over this wide ranging hill country, and you can see far off to your right, to the east, you can see tall mountain peaks ranging very far away. And far up to your north, you can see all kinds of other uh, odd, like, geological abnormalities, you know, like, far, far north, all kinds of, like, plateaus and steps and things like that. And out to the west, a river runs far out as far as you can see into the horizon. And kind of in the center of this plain, between all these different uh, distant ecosystems, is a huge walled city. This is Bortham. So you're really your first sense of Borthen is just the there's a huge number of factories here. It's a huge industrial center. So there's smoke, plumes of black smoke from smokestacks coming out of all kinds of different manufactories around the city. You can see just tons of people moving around. A river runs through it, so there's, you know, water wheels and you can see the glistening water and boats. You're only a few miles away at this point. You can tell that there's a lot of activity here too. It's got it's got these really huge tall walls around it, and you can see people. Uh, well, from from the far distance you can't, but as you get closer, you can see people you know marching along the tops of the walls and uh, you know moving in and out of the gates and onto the road. And you guys start uh, passing people on the road much more regularly. Yeah, so you guys uh, basically travel unhindered. Uh, up to the gate. Do you all want to take any kind of special approach to this situation? Uh, are they checking, like, merchant ID? Yeah, so as you guys get, get closer, it's clear that there's, like, a checkpoint at the gate, the gated entry to the city, so that at the south entrance where you all are at, there's a wall that's 20 or 30 feet tall that's wide enough that people can walk on it up top. But there's a large gate in the middle that has kind of a two-way street going through. And people are being stopped, just like when you all left Greenwater, coming into this city, there's uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, checks and security guards all over the place, keeping an eye on everything. And um, you imagine that they're probably checking people's papers coming in and out and manifests of goods and passports and things like that. Silt, so, did, um, you remember if Ozzy told us to say anything to... The, uh, you know, the guards here at Borthin, or how to actually get inside? Um, I don't think he gave us that. I think he kind of just said, you're on your own. Meet me there. Yeah, well, I think. Not even meet him, meet Cavendish, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, here, quick, guys, grab some dirt. What? Why? Just kind of mix it in. Your, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to like uh, the soap with like a little wad of dirt. <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of like rough what? it through his well, hair. John, John, what are you doing? No, 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 no. John. <laughs> Just John? a little, hey, stop moving, stop squirming. No, John, Hold what on. are you doing to my hair? So wait, John, what's your plan here? All right, so we, we got attacked by a group of bandits, and they, they, they raided our cart, and we have nothing left. We, we come to the city to seek shelter. Why do we still have armor in things, then? Uh, why do we why still do we... have a cart? Uh, well, I mean, these bandits weren't, fair point. weren't very bright. They were dumb bandits. They were stupid. Well, it's not nice to really say about anybody, John. Hey, listen, <laughs> I don't need this right now. We can have this conversation after we get into the city, okay? We just we need to get into the city is our first priority. You guys have any other better ideas? I mean, I mean, we could try something else. Um, How close hmm. are we to the guards? I mean, really, as far as you want to be. I mean, because you can stop and it's clear there's a line of like 20 or 30 carts and, or just people. Everybody who comes in and out gets checked. So it's like, you know, if you want to stop at a safe distance, once you can see this and kind of plan things out, you know, kind of step to the side of the road. People drive past you, you know, old halfling farmer eyeballs you out from under his straw hat uh, while you guys are doing much, your thing. How much thing. money do we have on us right now? Well, you got uh, 10 gold last episode. Yeah, okay. I don't think I have any left. I think I'm all out. Let me let me go try something real quick. Can I, uh, so there are like carts coming back and forth, right, uh, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is this is a busy city. So there's big shipments, very large carts being pulled by, you know, six to eight horses, you know, pulling a lot of merchandise. Okay, okay. Going back uh, to Greenwater. Can, can I find a cart that's like, not really high end? Like, they're kind of like, almost a little like shifty, but like, they're legit. They're just like lower end materials kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sure. Cool. Uh, can I kind of go up to him and be like, "Hey, hey, sorry, can I stop you for one second? Yeah. So let's imagine this is a this is a lumber cart. It's coming in okay. from from mm -hmm. from the woods here, you know. And there's a seedy dude, um, you know, with the sleeves rolled up. Okay. And 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 you hail him. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna I'm kind of like motion over a bit and just kind of walk up to him, a little quiet, like, like, hey, me and my friends kind of." We lost some papers. I was uh, wondering if we could tag along uh, with you. I mean, if, if you could be persuaded. And I'm going to kind of, like, show a gold coin. He he kind of looks down at you and grunts. Uh, make a uh, make a persuasion check. Okay, that's a nice start. Uh, oh, 19. Okay. Wow. I really fanned that gold piece. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of eyeballs you. He kind of pulls his cap up on his head. Where are y'all coming from again? Oh shoot! Where are we coming from here? Oh, you know, just south, just on our way up. Sure. We stayed at the Sucralex for a little. He says, and he kind of looks around, and he he directs his cart because um, he's close to the back of the line. He kind of directs his cart off to the side, and he's got a bunch of timber under uh, some big tarps. You know, you can see, like, the stumps. And he kind of he kind of points to John and kind of, as his horses move aside, he, he jumps down and he says, Now, yo, listen. You ain't uh, about telling people about secrets, is you? Oh, no. Never. I would never. Right. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to let you in on mine. And he... He taps around on his uh, the bases of these logs, 
until he find one. You know, most of them sound like wood, like knock knock. And then he find and then he hits one that's kind of right in the middle. That's like boom, and it's it's obviously made out of metal. And he kind of gets himself up under the tarp so that nobody can see what he's doing. And you hear like some, you know, like a like screwing, like grating metal. And he pulls the false cap off of this metal log and says, "How many of y'all you think you fit in here?" It's about two. It's about a two and a half foot wide cylinder that stretches the length of about a sixteen or twenty foot cart. Well, I know I can fit. I, th- I think we have uh, one problem with that, and I'm gonna motion over to. I, Al. It might be a tight squeeze. Yeah, I don't. I think I'm too big to fit. Yeah, Ted. Yeah, you and me were too big to fit, Ted. Just some some swole boys. Ted flexes. What? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to ask what he uses this for. That's that's not my information to know. Um, can Al even fit in it if he like tries? You could do a Constitution check to stuff yourself inside okay. of it. He'll. I'll give a little roll and see what happens. Okay. So you guys are gonna you're gonna get in the man's log. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna seeing if I can. That's it. gonna be no. Okay. We'll have to. Is is there any like f- uh, like forest area around the city that I can hide our cart for later? Uh, yeah. If you go back a few miles, Oof, it would be there. Would little... be some, but right now, like I said, you're you're getting pretty close to where the actual entrance of the city is. You've been out of the woods for a while now. That was an eight on Constitution to see if I could fit. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I you... could squeeze myself in. You're you as you're squeezing yourself in. You know how sometimes, like, you get a cramp and your muscle gets real tight? Like, you, you pull your shoulder trying to get in, and it just, like, tightens up real bad. It's just very uncomfortable. Nope, nope, you nope. You have to mm, force yourself Old injury, out. old injury. Mm-mm, ain't it's happening. It's like, no way. It's like, no way you could get in there. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's certainly, it's a, it's an old bruiser ball sprain acting up. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think that's going to work for me and Ted, too, over there, because Ted's, you know, similar yeah, size. And the the guy is starting to kind of regret giving you all this opportunity. Um, he's like, "Now listen, y'all, I can't make a whole lot of time for this. I uh, I'm picking up a shipment once I get inside. So, really, if it's not a matter of about thirty seconds here, y'all can find your papers somewhere else." Hey, why don't we just share a couple papers? And I'm gonna flick a second gold coin up just to kind of show. You can't share my papers. You know how it works. You gotta have your own. Well, couldn't you say we're like your crew? Y'all don't look like lumberjacks, son. I don't look like a lumberjack? <laughs> Aren't you guys wearing suits and stuff? I'm wearing armor. Chainmail armor. I'm, yeah, still wearing armor. This look like a suit to you there, friend? And he flicks his collar. <laughs> you know anybody around here that could get us some documents, son? Did we search the cart for papers? I mentioned there was a glove box. Did you guys take the time to look through the, uh, the paperwork? I don't think so. I had to have looked through it for coffee, Sure, right? yeah. So, you know, there's an envelope that you cast aside earlier, John. But uh, the cart oh. is registered in the name of its uh, its previous owner. So it's registered yeah. as a company car for the Superlux Hotel. Oh... You know, let me let me try something real quick. Uh, does the glove box have any like uh, pens or anything like that? I mean, there, yeah, there's a quill in there. Uh, could I like change 
uh, the, the part, instead of the uh, hotel, can I make it for, uh, is it Osmodius? Yeah, uh, Osmodius, the, the Olfactorium, yeah. Uh, sure. That's what, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you can yeah, do a, that'd be a sleight of hand, do that. Sleight of hand? Okay. You don't have a forgery kit, incidentally. No, I do not. Yeah. Nobody ever uh, does. I did roll really high though. I got a twenty-one. Okay. Holy. <laughs> right, yeah, you uh, you pull it out, man. You you forge it up. Uh, you know, you do the cool thing where you scuff out the ink from the uh, you know, like that scene in uh, Catch Me If You Can, where he where he's messing with the numbers on the checks. Have you ever seen it with? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, you, you, a, you, you yeah, change yeah. the you change the papers. As an HR manager, John um, fudged some some signatures in the past. I'm sure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. So you you change the papers, and now this cart is the property of the the olfactorium. Wait. Good job, John. Our side even says that already. There we go. We're all set. Uh, actually, you know, I, I we might want to change up our our party numbers. We might, you know, I think people might be looking for us. So maybe All right, do you a, want me to go in that dude's log? That, that might be a good idea. <laughs> Greg, or, uh, Ted, I'm, I'm pretty sure you might want to go in, too. Oh, you know, you saw, uh, you know, Al didn't fit, so I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to fit either. Wait, how big is the glove box? So are you going to try and fit in the glove box? <laughs> I'm going to try and fit in the glove so box. There's a bunch of stuff in there. You're going to crush it. That's. It doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, my coffee's in there. I, I, I just... Just put your coffee on, like, the center console or something. What if, I don't what know. What if it spills? It could get all over the cart and could, you could make it all messy. I just, this is, I, I don't like this idea. John's coffee is the one theme that holds this entire podcast together. <laughs> it's always John and his coffee. This is what I live for. I mean, if you spill my coffee, this is all I have left. If all right, spills, well, then... guess what? Guess what, John? I've got, I've got just the trick for you. And I, I grab the coffee and I put it in my bag of holding. Oh, I forgot you had that. Yeah, okay. All right, everyone, dump your stuff in here that you don't want. It'll be safe, and it's in a tiny fanny pack. They'll never guess it. Uh, John is bewildered by this. It just disappeared, right? Did it disappear in front of his eyes? How, how much can you fit in there? Well, it... What is what is? As this? much as, as I much want. As you want? That's preposterous. Yeah. The bag is you, this small. Hold on. Can you fit like... a... Hmm. <laughs> can you... You should not put people okay. in here. That is a bad idea. It's good to know. <laughs> I know where I'm you're just going with this. Trying to think, you know, pragmatically. Like how much stuff? And, and John's like going through the glove box. He's just putting stuff in the bag. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, no, John. Watch this. There's crazy. some actual gloves in there. There's some scraps of paper, like straw wrappers and stuff. Al's gonna take his, his warhammer and like hold it at the very end and just yeah. dip it in there all the way down until like it's gone. But he's gonna no. pull it back out. No. afterwards. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm waving my hand underneath it to see if there's like smoke or mirrors. Oh Guys, it's magic. I made it. Why, why are you freaking out? This is crazy. I mean, hypothetically, anything could fit inside this bag. Well, as long as it's under 500 pounds, sure. 500 pounds? Yeah. This is preposterous. Yeah, you could fit a person in there. Ted, you should. I mean, you really shouldn't, though. But why, don't, why don't you put Stapulus in there for safe holding? No, no. Um... So you could you could put a creature inside uh, up to a number of minutes equal to 10 divided by the number of creatures minimum one minute after which they would suffocate. <laughs> I, uh, I see no downsides to this plan. But it is technically <laughs> on a different plane. 
And I don't really feel like getting trapped in the astral plane, so. Silt, Silt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna motion for Silt to come over a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What's up, John? We both know that Stegler is uh, is evil, right? Yeah. We should probably get rid of it. This might be a good way to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Um. Hmm. I'll think about it. Ted's uh, Ted's gonna hand his leather jacket and uh, sunglasses to Al. Al will take them. He's like, "What's what's this for, Ted? I I, I don't think I can fit in these." You know, I I know what I have to do. Ted, are you? Ted, I'm a brave man in that nowadays, bag? Al. Yeah. Ted, are you getting in the bag of holding? <laughs> I'm gonna Ted. get in the bag. I wouldn't no. recommend it, wow. but I'm not gonna <laughs> stop you. Ted, I really Why'd advise you to, against that. Why'd you have to take your leather jacket off for this, though? Wouldn't you want it with well, you in the bag? I don't know what's in there. There's a there's a cup of coffee in there. I don't want to oh, spill it point, on there. Point. Ted, Ted, you're gonna have to hold your breath. I can, you know, I can do that. I got Stapulus with me. We'll we'll handle it. Just go quick, you know. Okay. And, and if you lose uh, Stapulus, uh, you should probably just leave him behind. And get him out <laughs> later. Is this your first time trying interplanar travel, Ted? Uh, it is. I I think. I don't know. I had this one experience in college once, but mm. <laughs> are we still at the back of the line of carts? Back. Also, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that's so, what I thought. So you just guys, to like, clarify, like, people keep stack, like you've been asked like six times, "Are you on the line?" And and people have just kind of walked past. Oh you. yeah, I keep the motion them. Log is I keep motioning them to go past us for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he left. Oh yeah. No, he definitely got sick of you all and left. So just to clarify, the plan is Ted is hopping in the bag of holding. I'm climbing into the glove box. With the bag. With the bag. Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> Al and I, John are going to get us across. I think you should get in the glove box. I feel like they're going to check the glove box. I think you should just stay outside. I think he was just trying to say maybe if we didn't have, you know, a, f- a full party of four, four that people. matches a description of a crime no. committed recently. So how long can you hold your breath? Um, hold on. Let me check something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's breathing creatures inside the bag can survive up to a number of minutes equal to 10. To, so we would, if I climb in the bag, we have five oh. minutes total. I think three is uh, less than four. <laughs> I'll, hop, I'll, my, I'll start my, climbing my into the bag. Worry, so my worry is that I'm a gnome, which is not super recognizable, but Al is a Goliath. Yes. That is yeah. rather uncommon. Which would Jeez. be uncommon to see. Al, how long can you hold your breath? <laughs> if it's just Al, I Al can do I it for 10 minutes. might be too heavy for that bag. If it's under 500 pounds and I'm wearing this armor. How much well, do you weigh? No, 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 no. Well, you know, back in my head. It's kind of rude. I know it's rude to ask, but well, I need to know for like right scientific. Now, I'm probably rocking like a two, two, 250, 250 pure muscle, you know. Five percent BMI or body fat, you okay. know. Okay, and and how uh, much is your armor? Can I make a perception yeah, check yeah, on that? Yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Actually, do do insight. Why not? Insight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a two plus something. Oh no, that's two <laughs> minus one. Okay. Yeah, he. I mean, he's ripped. I mean, you can observe that. All right, yeah, my <laughs> armor's only fifty-five pounds. So I should be. Uh, I, it feels like a uh, putting it on my back. It felt fine. like a light fifty-five pounds. I should be able to. I mean, I guess fit in this bag. How am I gonna? It's a fanny pack. How am I gonna get my shoulders in there? I couldn't get into the um, the the piece of wood that was made of metal. How am I gonna get into this thinner bag? 
Yeah, you're you're right. It is a two foot diameter. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, how? Uh, can I check the underside of our cart and sure. see if, if uh, Al could maybe like hold on to it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got so- <laughs> you know, it's got uh, you know, stuff that a cart would have under it, uh, like axles and gears and stuff. Just make sure they never check under here, John, and then I'll hold on for dear life. It is a cart that has seating in the back, so like there's there's chairs in the back. You know, it's like a, maybe a coach would be a better word for. It. I've been using the word cart, but I don't think that's the correct word for what I'm envisioning. Yeah, I've I've been picturing it as like a, a Victorian coach. coach. Yes, that's what it is. Where's the bag of holding? Uh, I have it so on does. on Silt's pants. Is there like a curtain in the coach? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What if I just sit behind the curtain and then <laughs> uh, if they try and look back there, I scream, please don't look back here. I'm changing until they go away. That is, that is probably, Al, that is probably the single. No, that was Brad suggesting it, not Al. Oh Al would God. never suggest something like <laughs> oh. that. Just, you know, table talk. Brad, that is probably the single dumbest uh, idea I've ever Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Way. Well, uh. Um. So which are of we, these are we drawing the attention plan? of guards right now? No, I mean you guys are just you know other people oh, okay. like are sitting and you know it's kind of like there's that last rest stop before you get to the uh, on the highway you know before you get to the border gotcha. crossing. It's like people are getting their their stuff together, you know. There's vending machines, figuring out how to smuggle. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna do it, you gotta be smart about it. I'm all for getting in this bag. That is Greg. Get in the bag, man. <laughs> a... All right. All right, Ted. You've got... Stabulous. Let's, uh... let's do it maybe when we're a little closer. Stabulous, what so am I, you've got what more am I time. in here for? What? Oh, what what? For? you mean getting into the bag, right? Yeah. You don't breathe, do you? Uh, no. I gave that okay. up a long time ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a... You know, what can I expect here with this, uh, you know? Your whole body's going to be teleported to another plane of being that exists right on top of the one where you're standing right now. Oh. Well, that sounds, sounds kind of fun. When your feet are still hanging out of the portal, you're going to be in two of the same place at once. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I should probably, you know, dive in. If you let your head go in last, it's really a rush. <laughs> All right, well, I'm I'm game for that. Let's get moving. Wait, Ted, are you sure about this? Yeah, I think so. You know, I'm kind of a kind of a new man lately. I'm gonna try some new things. So, how long did you say you could last in there? Uh, if it's just him, ten minutes. If I have to go into it's uh, it's a uh, five. Uh, do, are we gonna be able to get to the front of this line within? Uh, this is definitely a thirty minute line. I think. I think what needs <laughs> to happen is Al needs to sit in the back, hold the bag. And then, or someone needs to put it in the glove compartment. Um, and then I guess Ted and I will jump in Wait, when I, we get I to the front I, of the line. I still all feel from like the you back. don't have to sit in the bag, Sild. I feel like if Ted wants to get in the bag, okay. as long as we're down he to can. three, and then I can try this under the cart I just, thing. I just worry because it's going to be a gnome, but I'm not super conspicuous. Uh, do you have a disguise kit at all, anyone? John's gonna uh, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm, John, I'm, you've you've drawn fake mustaches. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, that's right. Everybody, come on. And oh, I, no. this is how this arc is make. gonna get resolved after all this. 
<laughs> I'm gonna make the best goddamn fake mustaches you've ever oh seen. Oh my gosh. We're talking goatees. We're talking those old timey like like uh, uh what where are they? The ones that get the oil on them and they're like twisted oh, up. Yeah. Ooh. Like we're we're getting we're getting <laughs> all in on it. Every yeah, one Ted's gonna get the handlebar mustache. <laughs> Wait, but Ted, hear me out. Hear me out. You and I both have mustaches already. Yeah. What if we shave and then we get fake mustaches after we cross the gate? No. I won't shave. This mustache, okay, well, it's, it's a part of me. There, you, you look different enough already. I'm gonna shave my mustache off. <laughs> That's a noble, noble sacrifice for you, Silk. Just do. Why doesn't everybody just do a group performance role, and we'll see? We'll see what kind of numbers okay. oh, we get. Lord. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> my role. I got a twenty-two. Okay. He's I, uh, I got a nineteen. That's... I yep. got a two. Yep. Right, oh. on, let me get my roll in there. Because you shaved your mustache, man. You, you, you throw yourself off. <laughs> I got a 14. Okay. Well, you all actually did very well, except for Silt. But I would say um, with John's capacity for mustache drawing, that might make up for Silt's inaptitude. So you all now <laughs> have... Shaving. Silt <laughs> um, um, looks boyish now, to say the least. That <laughs> um, You all never really noticed... How low and rosy his cheekbones sat until until you look at him now. It's like, but the rest of you, well, I uh, the, those of you that consent to having a fake mustache prepared and placed on you have mustaches that are basically like cosmically deforming. I mean, like they they just totally change the way that you look. And in fact, <laughs> you all look fantastic. You look better than any of you have ever looked who wear the mustache. <laughs> We are the definition of Giga Chat right yeah, now. Yeah, if it's possible for a mustache <laughs> to Sigma make a person look better, it, it happens here. Oh, Guys, I, I know I Brad. have baby face. I know I have baby face now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take off my armor, put it in the bag of holding, Okay. find the ch- most childlike clothes I can, and uh, you are my three gay dads now. Blanket. That would be great. Let's make him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we're going like to swallow him in this blanket. <laughs> I'll hold small. him the whole time. <laughs> All yep. right. This Completely works. Perfect. If we work for the olfactorium, <laughs> who just is really good on, uh, you know, rights and, you know, super forward thinking. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, all right. You, I, I'll take care of the front. You guys, uh, I tell you what, act like you guys are wealthy. You know, we, you're very high class, right? We do work for uh, Osmodius. Yeah, Ted, Ted and Al are my gay dads. Okay. Yep. Mm. I'll handle the talking. <laughs> All right, man. Ted, so you I guys want you to know this is purely for line. business. I'm sorry, but this is no pleasure in this. I'm going to raise my eyebrows at Al. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh my God. you all enter the line. Wait a second. Yeah. Who's driving the cart? Is John still driving the cart? Okay. John. Yeah. John drives the cart, and you guys. I I, I also cleaned up. Like I sure. took off the, like the Under Armour and everything. It's yeah. all the suit, and I like lint rolled myself. I, I probably took the chainmail off. You know, put the actual. Yeah, yeah. Armor. You guys, yeah, all the armors in the you bag guys of shed holding. A, shed all your stuff, and you're looking fresh again. Yeah. And um, who has the bag of holding? Uh, still yeah. swaddled in the blanket. Yeah. So you guys <laughs> wait about thirty minutes. And you get up to where you pull your cart up to the booth, and there's a big heavyset cop who also has a robust cop stash. Um, you know, kind of looks out. He's like, uh, re- registration, please. And he 
whole I'm going to look at him. And I'm give him like a smug look and I'm going to like stroke my fake mustache. Like just as like, a, hey, I respect it. Yeah. And then I'm going to give him the uh, the letter. Okay. So he looks it over. He does that clicking thing that people do when they're reading papers. You know, where they're like, mm-hmm. you know, eh. hands it back to you, <laughs> makes a note on something. Says, how many in your party? Uh, do you count children? I uh, yes. Okay, in that case, uh, we have uh, four. Four in our party. Would you pull back? Very. I'm sorry? What, what? Oh, I, I, I didn't interrupt. Would you yeah, pull back the curtains in the back door, please? Of, of course, of course. Um, give me one second there. Very high class. I'm going to knock on the, on the That's back. That's fine. You may enter. Ex- excuse me. Uh, thank you. Thank you, sir. And I'm going to very, like, graciously open the door. Says, uh, it looks like two grown men and a tiny infant child. Okay. Checks off something. Maybe. You go. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> says, what's your business in Borthen? Ah, we are, uh, we're, of course, meeting with the, uh, great, um, I'm going to, like, look over the book. Is Osmodius? Yes, yes. It's, uh, Os- Osmodius. We, right. uh, we have, uh, there's a- not... Ozymandias is what yes. my man meant to say. I'm sorry, I've been a little distracted by the child. He's been fussing all night. <laughs> yep, he's quite. Do you know what happened he's to craving the tea. Ted? Do you know what happened to that pacifier? <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's uh, you know, I think it's in that bag. Oh, okay, okay, well, I'll, I'll get that later. But yes, uh, we we got a couple new uh, scents. We think he might uh, enjoy adding to his repertoire. All right, go on through. And he, he pulls out, he stamps something, and then he pulls out a paper and gives you guys a uh, Borthen Tourism Bureau pamphlet. It's got like a map at the a map of the town. It's like, thank you for visiting Borthen, a, uh, a hub of uh, trade and culture uh, for miles around. You know, it's got all the got all the, uh, the language on it. There's some kind of like corporate logo that's just like the most uh, just, just non-unique thing you've ever seen it's just so uninspiring it's just depressing <laughs> when you see it and oh honey there's a church we can oh, go yes. see <laughs> it's, well it's not a church of lathander but it'll still it'll still work uh much appreciated my good sir and then uh <laughs> i'll flick him a gold piece that's that's ice cold dude that's so good oh my gosh that's just too that's so real um, <laughs> that wasn't about the fantasy world, dude. That was like, gosh, art imitates life. Um, wow, you guys, uh, yeah. So he he catches your gold and he drops it into the little thing that's like the you know the the national parks give an extra dollar thing. And you guys pull your cart into the bustling streets of uh, Borthen, and you see actually, Al, you can set me down now. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 still, not yet, not okay. yet. We're not in the clear yet. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys got to pull into town and are, are riding through. I put you down, but I don't untie you from the blanket. You, you have to unswaddle yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you see me struggle for like at least 10 minutes. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you guys make it in. And um, so you'll see, uh, observing the map, there are a, a few areas of interest marked. Um some are places like churches, you know, things like that. But there are also several that are marked like the, the office headquarters of several of the larger companies, including um, the office of Ozzy's Olfactorium, 
And there also is marked, you'll see, at a big crossroads in the middle of the city, there are three roads that meet into a single road that goes west out of town, out to the ports, way out west. Where those roads meet, there's this huge market, like bizarre, that it has marked that covers a huge portion of the interior part of the city. And this is a city where, as you're kind of riding through it, you get a sense um, of what's going on. It's 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 beautiful. It has um, you know a lot of stone buildings, like big... Uh, like polished stone architecture. A lot of buildings are three or four stories tall. Seems that most on the edge of town are places where people are living, but you also pass by all kinds of businesses, market stalls, people peddling fish, you know, kids playing in the street. There are lots of carts and coaches and things moving around, shipments, dairy wagons and stuff like that. The guy selling root beer out of a barrel, you know, those kinds of things. And Ozzy's place is up north of this central market. And uh, I presume that that's where you are gonna want to go first yeah i would assume so sounds good i mean i could go for a bite (laughs) (laughs) is anybody else hungry or do we just want to we want to book it right there john let's get let's get there and maybe they'll have food for us i mean i didn't eat breakfast i just uh... john they could have a pubsters around here oh yeah oh wait hold on john we could maybe get it um comped like as a company meal yeah uh, yeah yeah. we we get a meeting at the olfactorium well listen that's just you don't do that on your first business day, right? That's something you you say. Right? Uh, I think the accounting department might have an issue with that too. <laughs> that being me. All right. Well, still, it. let's let's go get this underway. Uh, I, I do want to note that John kind of is like eyeing that that root beer. He's like kind of like smacks his lips <laughs> a little bit. And it looks pretty good, but he's gonna keep going. He'll keep going. So you guys uh, ride your cart through the bustling city of Porthen. And nothing of particular interest occurs to you in, in the streets, you know. People are, you know, kids run across the street in front of you. People cross and talk. And every now and then they look up because it's a nice coach you're driving. And they see that you've got the big Olfactorium logo illusory scripted onto the side of it. You know, so people are observing, like, the real nice, clean, crisp font. You know, it's like, ooh, that's, that's nice. As you guys travel. And you make it through this uh, bustling market district which takes about half an hour to cross through, but you first, your first sense of it is that um, you hear the people yelling like, come get your uh, this or that, you know, come get purses, handbags, watches, belts, whatever you can buy, you know, people crying, smoked fish over here, we got caviar and sardines, you know, it's like all kinds of crap just being sold wholesale on the street in this humongous market bazaar. And it's so crowded, you see stuff all the time where it's like, if you ever wanted to buy anything, somebody here would probably be selling it in a tent that has a bunch of uh, boxes and crates in it. Are, are there any, like, people, like, walking around with, like, the wares, like, kind of like uh, how I think about it is, like, a uh, at a stadium, like, a baseball game <laughs> salesman, like, they got just, like, a little uh, thing that all the stuff is strapped to on the front of them, they're walking around just, like, peddling it and, like, waving it in the air. Oh, uh, like the beer guy. Yeah, yeah. I would say, you, what, what do you yeah, want? Like, like a pretzel? Uh, I was looking if there was going to be a root beer. Oh, yeah, there's or... there's a root beer guy. There's more than one. you got choices if you want root beer. Uh, I, I stick my yeah, head I mean, out of the window. It's, dude, it's a I... dude with a, a barrel and a wheelbarrow, basically, who, like, kids come up and give him a copper, and he pours out a little cup of something, you know, sarsaparilla or whatever out of his... Yeah. Al, Al flags yeah. him down. He's like, over here, yeah, friend, over like here. Dwarven dude, of course. So I was like, how many for you? Get a... I uh, would, uh, like, four, please. Yeah, so he poured... Wait, which he brand is it? For. What? Oh, this is family recipe, man. And it tastes like that, you know. It's a good, it's a good root beer. 
You said something sweet to enjoy. I will, I will pass out the, the four rebeers to his, his uh, compatriots. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Al. As you guys drive away, the door says, Your child is very articulate, sir. <laughs> Thank, I know. I educated him well. He's very polite. He was in... Uh, he's already in high school, honestly. He, he skipped so many grades. Oh, my, that kid's in high school? Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's college-bound soon. My bullies were shocked, too, when they gave me a swirly. Mm. I, I think you guys should really stop talking <laughs> as we go on. Just sip your root beer, John. <laughs> Just got them for you. Yes. Yeah, so you guys make it through the central market. If you ever needed any anything, you could probably come here and get it. Um, and you make it up on the northern main road here. There's a long strip of these huge office buildings. And um, when I say huge, I mean, you know, five or six stories. Like, they're tall. And... Several of them are very distinctive. You see there's an office for the Brian and Stein fermentary. The producer of everybody's favorite old bread ale is here. They also make the best pickles and and other fermented beverages and things. Also kimchi. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just, I'm trying to listen. Kimchi, canonically Al's least favorite food. I mean, yeah, <laughs> IRL. Um, and, you know, there's a Pubster's office here. There's like a Pubster's Borthen office here. Um... And a lot of these places will have like a restaurant or a cafe on the first floor. But as you progress up the street, you start to smell something very distinct. And it's a familiar smell to you. You smelled it once before. It's the delightful stench that you detected on Oswald Ozymandias himself when you first met him in prison. It's that smell where it's almost like whatever thing smells best to you is what you smell. And you guys notice that uh, as you get closer to this building on the street, the traffic starts to slow down a little bit and people walk a little slower and kids tend to hang out in front of it and linger. Even the dogs stop and sniff a bit before they walk past because it just smells so good. And you finally make it up to the building and it's this beautiful stone building that has all these uh, odd looking copper pipes jutting out of it at all sorts of unusual angles. And these strange plumes of colored smoke of all kinds of like rainbow colors emit out of the different windows and pipes coming out of the walls. And there's this big, the same logo on your cart. There's this logo on the front above this wide oak double door that says Ozzy's Olfactorium. Is there a place for carts to go in? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like street side parking where you can tie the horses up. All right, guys, let's park and head in, I guess. I'm going to tie up our horses and get everything situated. Who were we supposed to ask for again, Silt? Uh, I think it was Cavendish. Cavendish, okay. Yeah, I think that was uh, Ozzy's receptionist. Or assistant? Yeah, all right. We'll find out. Well, you guys you guys finally make it in. You walk in to Ozzy's Olfactorium. I believe it was, what was it now, four days ago? That you all were hired by, <laughs> yeah. by Ozzy, and now you've all finally <laughs> made it to Borthen after all that you've experienced, um, and are ready to begin your new jobs. So opening the, the, the wide doors, you see that there's a, a very lush, beautiful reception space with these big leather chairs and uh, you know nice plants and a little fountain trickling. And in the center of this space, there's a round reception desk. Um, and it's totally circular, so you can't figure out how the the creature you see inside of it actually managed to get in. He probably had to crawl under it or over it. 
but there's a a <laughs> very very old half orc man wearing two monocles who keeps spinning around <laughs> and uh, reading and grabbing different documents. He'll 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 pick up uh, he'll pick up an object, talk for a moment, put it down, pick up another piece, be reading another piece of paper. Please hold. This is Ozzy's. Yes, I'll be right with you. Yes, ma'am. How can I help you? You know, he just keeps spinning around and, and touching different things. And he takes no notice of you when you all walk in. Uh, hello? And he raises a finger like, give me a moment. And then after a minute, he says, yes, ma'am, please hold. And he turns around and says, what can I do for you? Uh, party of four hired by Ozzy here for Cavendish. Oh, you're Ozzy's new guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm Cavendish. Oh, pleasure yeah. to meet you. I'm Silt. Silt, all right. He, no, wait. He told me, let me see if I can get it. I've got Silt, Al, John, and Dread. Is that right? Uh, that's, <laughs> that's uh, it. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's Ted there. Ted there. Okay, I'll change that in the employee log. Uh, all right. Um, no, you can just so, leave it as dread. That sounds kind of... You like that better? I yeah, like I that. So. I think that's That kind of matches your jacket. That was my grandmother's name. Ted flicks his dread? jacket collar up. Yeah. Again. You got a problem? That's so cool. I know, man. I, you're telling me. That's why, you, that's why you do the 23 and me, man. You never know what you're going to find on there. Uh... Oh yeah, that's true. All right. It only finds twenty three of your siblings and you. Yeah, man. Mom had a lot of kids. Uh, but I'm getting to. I mean, all right. Uh, let me see. I got. Ozzy told me. You you guys are the ones he hired in jail, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm. And there's definitely other people in the lobby. Like there's allegedly, other people sitting, allegedly. sitting in here. He just has no cooth. <laughs> He's like, listen. I just want to tell you all now. I'm not a real sentimental fella. This is not that abnormal of a thing. So don't let it freak you out too much. Uh, you know, Ozzy, Ozzy does this kind of stuff sometimes. So just, just, just flow with it a little and see what happens. You know, sometimes it works out okay. All right, sounds like all a right. good plan to so, me. So let's see what I've got you all marked for. And he pulls out this humongous book that says Ozzy's Authoritarium, <laughs> like, employee log. And he flips through, like, hundreds of pages that you can kind of tell glimpsing over the counter are like different logs for different parties. Like, they'll ha it'll have a list of names and then all the tasks they've done. And conspicuously marked on every name on every party is a little box that says dead with a question mark. And several, many, many of them have the box dead ticked next to their names. And um, <laughs> so much so that many of, like the first job. hundred or so pages are just like, all parties where every member of them is ticked as dead. And he, he, but he finally gets to your entry at the end of the book, which is relatively new. Actually, you're the newest one. And he says, all right, let's see here. We've got you guys. Uh, ooh, you all uh, got validated for employee housing. So that should be oh, fun. Yeah, the, the dormitory yeah. space is upstairs. So I'll get you up there in a second. Uh... Also have you marked, you get one company calling stone. Let me find that. And he rustles around in some drawers and pulls out a rock with a face on it. And he says, um... I will take that. He, well, he, uh, he, I, I think I think I He presses the button on... My hand's already on. I mean, I'm he presses the button on that one, and he no. grabs another one out of another drawer and <laughs> presses the little face on that one. He says, check, 
check hello. And then the other one says, check, check hello. He's like, all right, we got this set up. Only use this in emergencies. It calls to my desk. Can I test it real fast, guys? No, uh, Silt, where's that? Yeah, Silt, where's that uh, bag of holding? Yeah, here. Let me. Yep, and then I will put it out. No, I will put it in the bag of holding. There you go, Silt. You keep good. You keep good. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Try to see the party listed before us. Are they marked dead? Uh, on that on that ledger. Uh, as you kind of peek, uh, not all of them. Okay. It was a. This was a five top party that has uh, at least three members living. Sorry about that. No, no, that's <laughs> that's fine. Believe me, I've seen. As I said, I Oswald has hired many prisoners, so I'm frankly surprised that you all made it here in one piece. Uh, falsely, falsely prisoners. Sure, uh, right. That's right. <laughs> yep. No, it's uh, it's true. Of course. Time, but, uh, yeah. What's next? All right. Yeah. Next thing. <laughs> last thing I've got for you. Oh, you got here. I got to give you your punch cards. And he, he digs around in another drawers and in another drawer and pulls them out. And there are these this this little card that has twenty spaces on it. And he gives one to each of you. And he says, Oh wait, he says, wait a second, give me those back. I cause Ozzy said he called yesterday and said you guys should already have three. He says you don't have to have three. Uh there's three and so he pulls out a little star shaped hole punch. And punches out the one, two, three in each of your cards. And he says, Can I, uh, like a, Yes. I'm going to pull Stapulus out mm-hmm. so that he can see the, the punch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that for hmm. now. Okay. Yeah, Stapulus observes <laughs> that. Is he a stapler or scissors right now? Is he still I think he's scissors okay. still. Sure. Yeah, because I used him to cut my jacket. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, he says these these are your cards that demonstrate your employee competence units. Every now and again, Ozzy will call me and tell me he thinks you should get one. Sometimes it seems kind of arbitrary. Other times it's when you reach a major milestone in your life. Congratulations! Like having a child, oh. which apparently Oswald's <laughs> hiring children now. But hey, I'll have you know I'm forty, Wait, buddy. I already have two kids, so should I have two more punches then? Well, a wife too. I, I can't verify right, that. Right. Well, fair. Now, uh, and you'll see. Uh, actually, when you go upstairs to the dormitory space, you'll see the machine up there. It'll it has instructions. You'll just see it. Oh, cool! All right. Yeah, we 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 see we automate things around here. And as he says that, like four calling stones start beeping at various places on his desk. He's like, uh, "Now listen, I got to take a bunch of these phone calls. So uh, if you all need anything, just come down here." Ozzy might call you later, probably today. I don't know. I, I let I, I'll let him know. He, I'll let him know you're here. All right, we'll head up to the dorms. All right, yeah, just take those stairs right back up there, and uh, you know he points back behind him, and there's just some steps going up. And there are people moving in and out of the offices, and like nobody hardly notices when you walk past. Yeah, and you, as you guys go to the back of the room, and you walk up the stairs to the second floor. The stairwell is a spiral staircase goes up basically to the top of the building. But you guys stop at the second floor and there's this um these wide uh hallways that have all kinds of doors in them. As you walk down the hall, you see that there is one that has your guys's uh names on it. Silt, Al, John, Ted. Dread. And oh yeah, dread, excuse me. Dread. Yeah. <laughs> and you notice actually that somebody in like a charcoal marker has under dread has written in parentheses and stapler. 
<laughs> um, hey, look at that. Staphylus, you made it on the board. Yeah, wow. Well, I, I guess we were a little conspicuous. So as you guys are walking down the hall, you're in this long hallway. There's probably 30 or 40 other rooms, and there's tons of people moving in and out. You can hear people talking between doors. There's dudes with, like, towels around their waists walking around, and people people shouting, and you can hear people, you know, laughing and talking in other rooms. You can smell. It smells like a dorm. You know, like it has that funk, like just too many people live in this building. And um, at the far end of the hall, there is a large uh, rectangular device that would appear to resemble, in many ways, a large vending machine. And at the top of it, it says, Gratitude Dispenser in Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to go go yeah. peep that real quick. So you guys... Yeah, I want to see yeah, this, so you too. Guys, you guys pass your room, which is unlocked, because there's no locks on any of the doors. <laughs> and um, you walk up to it, and this thing is a, uh, like I said, it has like a glass pane in the front of it. And it says, Gratitude Dispenser. And you look inside of it, and there's all kinds of odd drawers and objects and stuff that are locked or chained up inside. And it, it has, basically, it has a slot that says, Enter Card Here. And uh, Al will slide sure. his punch yeah, so card. You stick in. your card in, and on the glass, hmm. like a man, like an illusory projection shows up that says, "You've reached employee competence level three. Thank you so much for being <laughs> a dedicated employee for three employee competence units. Please select which of the following prizes you would like to receive." And there's only one option. And it says anonymous <laughs> alchemicals, one pool. I will. I will sure, click yeah. that. So you and press see it. What happens on the glass. You don't. It's and like a loot box. My son told me about yeah. these in his his uh his, and his games. And you hear like you hear like an engine whir up, like <laughs> and a drawer pops out near your feet, like ching, and it's just a drawer full of potion bottles that um. You can press a button to unlock one of them, and they're all unmarked and have clear liquid. Oh, they're yes. all clear liquid. How many? Well, are you there can in take total? one. No, yeah, I know, but like, uh, it, it'll help to formulate which one. There's I'll, like I'll seven or eight of them you can see, but it seems like it goes on really deep into the machine. Okay, okay. I will take the fourth. Sure, one. yeah. So you you <laughs> pop it out. And the that. thing, as soon as you pop out the little lock on it and take the bottle out, it slams shut really hard like a newspaper dispenser. And the thing says, uh, I hope you'll consider continuing to be an employee at Ozzy's Olfactorium. And a little song plays, and the light turns off. Wait, that's really <laughs> it, cool. It didn't tell me what this is yet, though. Yeah. Hmm. All right, my turn. Al, I yeah. would save Al it, probably. Al's going to give it a sniff. Yeah. While and for each of you, it's going to be next. exactly the same. Uh, it's going to be the same choice, which is, <laughs> is this potion bottle. Is there anyone not in our party around, like, waiting oh, yeah. to use this oh, machine? Oh, not to use the machine, no. But do I see somebody, like, very close to us? Yeah, there's a dude. Uh, it's actually a... Uh, because the, you, you right next to this machine, there's actually a door where a lot of people are coming in and out. That's obviously like the shower room. And actually, as you guys approach the machine and Al goes through his thing and uses it, a goblin with a towel around his waist comes out 
And he's kind of watching you guys. <laughs> like, man, only level hey. three, huh? Hey, hey, how about the? Do you have your card on you? I where would I have <laughs> it, man? What? Well, uh, good point. Uh, go get your card. I, I you know, well, you I want to you. reward you for your. I want to reward you for your good luck. What are you talking about, man? I can show you my card. I'm at level sixteen. Yeah, you want to be at level seventeen? Uh, no. What are you? You can't <laughs> give me a level. Why not? I work here. What? Yeah, so do we all pull, work here. Can I pull out Stapulus and hope he takes the form of the the Star Punch? I uh. <laughs> 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 While while uh, yeah. Ted is doing that, uh, Sil is going to grab bottle number sure. two from his from his card. <laughs> All right. I uh, uh, John was going to go do that, but he's much more interested in what's going on with Ted right now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna join. I'm gonna be like, listen, let me tell you something. This guy right here, he's one of the higher ups. I'm gonna point towards Ted. I, uh, this guy, he's gotten me a couple of levels on the side. I trust him. So, uh, I think we should uh, go back to our rooms now. <laughs> yeah, I agree there, Al. Let's, yeah, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna go check my room out. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna do that, too. that is. So, Stapulus emerges from your, his new leather holster, his scissors, and you're gonna ask him to transform into a hole punch, right, Ted? The, the star hole punch sure, yeah. that he... So, he, you know, you hear, like, the Stapulus, like, all right, you... Well, I can try it, I suppose. I mean, who knows what kind of loot we might get out of this thing that will further our cause. And, he, you know, you hear like that. <laughs> and um, he turns into a, a, a hole punch that makes a star hole punch. See there, friend? Look, I got the hole punch. You know, I, I'm like he said, I'm one of the higher ups here. I yeah. I don't have a card anymore because I've, I've reached that level. The goblin just shakes his head and laughs. He's like, yeah, Good luck, man. Give it a try. <laughs> Does he hand me his card? No. <laughs> he walks off down the hall. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, it's all right. the card. He was in a towel. All right, Ted, let's try this. I'm going to give him my card. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, yes. Make John pay. <laughs> John, you know, we just got these. I was going to, you know, try it on one of these other schmucks. but Oh, wait. No, that's a way better idea. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna find the next person who walks by. <laughs> so you're really not gonna do, okay, you refuse to do it to your own. Well, no, I I will do it to my own. If there's no other option, but I'm gonna try to scam somebody else. Yeah, there's like a, a you know a buff dude walking down. This is clearly the men's hall you guys are in. There's a buff dude walks down the hall. You know, with I'm gonna go up to talk to him and cloak or whatever that he's gonna shower. You can feel the steam coming out of this room next, to you guys. I'm gonna do like the uh, the comedic thing. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna see how Buffy is, yeah, and I'm gonna like immediately turn and try to find somebody a bit weaker looking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, behind him, almost eclipsed by him, there's an elf following him in. That's like five foot two and you know 102 pounds. Uh, much better. All right. Uh, hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey, rise and grind. Am I right? Yeah. I, yep. I'm. Yep. Going to the shower here. Hey, gotta love the showers. I was just in there earlier today. Were you men? Oh, yeah. I'm a big shower guy. Huh. <laughs> is it, isn't John covered in dirt still? <laughs> yes, he definitely covered himself in dirt. Hey, uh, listen, hey. I, uh, my friend yeah. has a special offer for okay, you. Okay, yeah. Yep. What, uh, what level are you, good sir? Oh, yeah, man, I don't, I'm like a seven or eight, I think. 
I don't How would you know. like to be a level 15? I, I don't understand the question. It's usually Ozzy I mean, makes I mean, those calls. I mean, I mean so I, I, I'm pretty close with Ozzy. Uh, Are you? We were just chatting the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Over the water cooler talking about uh, some bruiser ball tournaments that happened recently. Yeah. Uh, can I, I, uh, let, me, let me show you. Uh, Before Al goes in his room, he yells, name one team. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ignore that. Um, so you like bruiser ball, huh? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, you like bruiser ball. Name all the teams. <laughs> Uh, but listen, my, my friend here has a special offer for you. Now, yeah. we're only charging two coppers for this. Two coppers. All right. Yeah, yeah uh, Ted, why don't you come on over here and show yeah. the man your specialty? Look here, friend. Uh, you know, I work with Ozzy. We're good. We're good friends. We talk about, uh, you know, the, the ball bruising and that yeah, kind of stuff. Man, guys, listen, I, I'm going to get in the shower. Uh you gotta. Oh. So I, you know, what? I'm so sorry to 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 do this to you. You know what? Never mind. You're fine. Go go on ahead. But hey, that that hole punch thing you got there, that thing there. Be careful. Yeah. And he walks into the bathroom. Be careful. Well, it's. Uh, does he have his card on him? This. Uh, this uh, well, you don't know. <laughs> oh. He's going to the shower. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, he's not true. wearing it in an obvious. It's not like on a lanyard. I want to steal one. That's, that's what I was going to go for. But. Oh my Can we, God. like, dual sleight of hand to check? I mean, you, if you want to pick his pockets. <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah. like, steal from him, yes. Does he have pockets right now? He's in his no, towel, well, not going into the shower, you know? He's got his... He has a cloak. He's got, like, a, a robe oh, or I something see, okay. on, I hope. He's not that something. filthy goblin that walked naked. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, <laughs> the goblin had other choices. He just made his. I, uh... I'm, I'm going to kind of like whisper to Ted and I'll be like, all right, Ted, now there's, there's a couple steps you want to take when doing this. And I'm going to give him like the rundown of pit pocketing as we're doing okay. it. Oh, you guys both I already make slight of hand checks. Which I feel like I've said a lot today. Uh, seven. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, I got an 11. A 17 though. Yes. Yeah, 17. yeah Ted, uh, Ted's going to show you up, man. You don't yeah, he already knew how to he, do it. I was surprised. He, you grab, as the elf is going through the door, you pilfer the billfold from the back of his pants the way the way i think of it is as john is describing it to me i already have it in hand mm. yeah i like that <laughs> i like that <laughs> yeah like yeah. uh like this there john you're now in possession of the elf's wallet whoa ted i'm impressed that's 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 quite good where'd you learn that oh you know you pick it up as a young young man you know oh <laughs> i get that <laughs> Do we uh do we find the yeah? There's a card in the, there. Also some money. <laughs> also a picture of a of a of an elven lady with a young elven child. <laughs> yeah, we'll just ditch the wallet there. I'll yeah, just the like throw the picture to the side. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, I'm gonna. All right, you want to you want to try this? So this guy's a level two. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. Punch to level three, and I'll try to put it in the in the machine. Okay. So as you use Stapulus to make the punch, roll a <laughs> you and John roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. I fucking hope you uh, both explode. Uh, That'd be funny. Uh oh, uh, nine. Um, eleven. Okay. 
So we're going to have to cut the bit where Brad just said, I hope you explode, because the card explodes. Like you hear the, like, uh, the spring in Stapulus goes, chink. He's like, boom. Like it just blows up. Like a, like a little hand grenade. Like an incendiary. He goes off. Oh, no. And, um, you guys, uh, do you? He- is it audible or does it just like? Oh yeah, no, the explosion is not audible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's audible. Of course, it's audible. So uh, Look, we're, in a, we're in a fantasy world. Ted takes seven points of <laughs> fire damage, and John takes yeah. two. Okay. Oh sweet. Like, okay. And you get knocked back like up against the wall, <laughs> and people people start sticking their heads out of the doors. Like twenty or twenty of these doors all yeah, open Al, at the same Al time. Put, look down. What the fuck and was everybody that? Everybody's just what laughing happened? and pointing at you, like ah, you tried to mess with this punch card. Look at him, and everybody's just jeering at you all. Al just shakes his head and goes back in his room. We don't know them, Al. It's okay. We don't know them. We we do not claim them. So what, Al? And so while you guys have been messing with the punch cards down the hall. What Al and Silt have been discovering is a slight problem with your uh, accommodations. There are four names on the door. There are three beds in this room. Well, Silt, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad Ted we came and, in uh, first. Huh? Ted and John can yeah, share a bed because there's a they closet and a one chair with a desk, and there's a window that looks out into like across an alleyway into the building next door. So, uh, which bed do you want there, Al? I'm gonna take this one close to the window on the right here, and Al's gonna yeah. throw his stuff yep. on there. I think I'll grab the one next to you, since it's the furthest away from the one they're sharing. Yep, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, uh, out of anger, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna run over, I'm gonna take that elf's wallet, and I'm just gonna walk back to the <laughs> <laughs> Al, Al's gonna sniff that potion he, uh, grabbed yeah, earlier. I'm, I'm gonna do the same, and can we roll an arcana check uh, to get an idea? I mean, you, you, I don't know, you don't, you can roll a count on it, sure. Alright, cool. Uh, that was sure. only an 11. Well, even an 11, both of you Mine smell it, and you're an pretty sure this is some kind of liquor. <laughs> Wait, is this not, is this just alcohol? You know, kind of smells like vodka. But, um, I'll save it in case it can heal, I don't know. That's a good idea. I'll yeah. save it in case, you know, we make a firebomb or something like that. Ted is, as, uh, as he says that comically, John's going to burst through the door with, like, smoke coming yeah. out of his head. I like to imagine, you know, like a, like a child sitcom protagonist after, like, a science lab experiment goes wrong. And you know how their hair is yeah. blasted back and their face is all black yeah. with soot? It's like, it's like that. It's, it's just like that on both of you. John, what happened? Ted, what happened? Don't want to talk about it. And I'm going to go you over it. explosion? I'm going to take the third bed and just lie down. <laughs> uh, Ted's going to just skull his potion. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then sit in the chair. Well, you, you, so you, you, man, okay. Can I just say I love the verb to oh, skull? No. I just absolutely adore it. I mean, it's that. a great I, It's pretty good. I don't think, I, I don't think I've it. ever done anything in my life where I could say that I scalded it. But man, I, I just, just love chugging in Australia. Full, he goes full yeah. Batman's on it. <laughs> so, but um, after you consume the you know the twelve ounces of fluid in this bottle, you do uh, you are healed eight HP. It's a it's a healing oh, nice. potion as well. Oh. But it is liquor. Oh. 
So you have to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> 12 ounces of hard liquor. Wow. Wait, Ted, you just, all the soot on you just wiped away. Uh, it's a four. Oh my. Yeah, you are intoxicated. <laughs> this is very <laughs> strong. Very strong, 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 strong antiseptic. Slit. I don't want to hear it. No, <laughs> not again. Al, Al's head's in his hands. <laughs> Hey, wait. Why does this keep happening? They've been intoxicated like at uh, least 50% of our travels. Wait, those things, uh, just, hey, how strong are those? Ted, how, how was that? You know, was that good? Uh, Did you even get you yours? Know, John, no, I, I didn't. They, uh, <clears throat> they do the job. You know, <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna, like, make my bedding and, like, set all my stuff down on my bed to make sure that it's claimed, and then I'm gonna go get myself one of those drinks. Uh, I'm gonna set all my stuff down on mine, and Al's gonna go take a shower. Um, Sil has already laid his armor out and is working on it because he hit level three and he feels stronger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's fair. Ted is gonna roll a d4 to see what bed he falls asleep on. <laughs> Dow, oh lord! If he rolls a one, it better uh, be on the desk. A four in my mind was the ground, and that's what I rolled. Okay. So I'm asleep oh, on the okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of space there. Yep. Uh, yeah. yep. Well, not a whole lot. I mean, you got like a. 40 or 50 square foot dorm, the three you're living in here. But Oh. Does uh does each bed have one pillow yes. on it only? <laughs> and it's and it's like uh um, will take like a like a barely a pillow, like a hotel pillow. Yeah. I'll I will take the blanket that's off of his bed and shove it underneath um Ted's uh, oh. neck. <laughs> so he at least has something to rest on before he goes out and okay. takes a shower. Yeah. <laughs> so as this happens, um, you know, Ted is drunk on the ground. Al's going out to get a shower. <laughs> um, John is, you know, Silt is doing whatever. John is doing his thing. Um, you feel, uh, Silt, you feel your fanny pack starts to vibrate. Like, bzz, 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 bzz. All right, hold on, hold on, guys. I'm getting a call. Hello? Oh, oh my this God. Hi, is... is this uh, Silt? This is Silt speaking. So this is Ozzy. Oh, hey, Ozzy. How's it going? I just got news that you all made it into town. Yeah, we're, we're, we just got in. Great. Are you finding the accommodations acceptable? Yeah, I got a bed. Well, get your sleep in now, because I have a job for you tonight. Charisma checked is Aaron as RDM. Brad as Alrin Tuttle Thunder. Cade as John Smitherson, myself as Silt Bubbleton, and Greg as Theodore Anderson. The intro was done by Greg, and the outro was made by Aaron. I did the editing. All social medias can be found linked in the description. Our Twitter is at CharismaChecked. Our subreddit is r slash CharismaChecked. And we are still offering those stickers if you want to tweet about that show. I got so many stickers. Come on and get them. Use that hashtag CharismaChecked or CharismaCheckedPodcast. Uh, if you like what you heard, please give us some reviews. We got another one on Apple. Thank you so much. If we can get more of those, that'll help us get around and be great. Word of mouth is the main way we are getting around, so it helps a ton. Our next episode will be in two weeks on June 15th. Hope to see you then. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good day. Bye.
lack thereof, Ted, am I right? Sorry, I, I missed that. I was reading. <laughs> All right, we'll just cut that anyway. Wait, what are you yeah, reading? Right, that's fine. I was reading my notes. I couldn't remember people's names. I oh. found the exit bit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that's fair. Sorry, Brad. No, it's fine. It's fine.